Now, if you think about the gentleman or the quote-unquote nice guy, he typically tries to treat her like a queen and make her the happiest woman in the world because she's so beautiful and all this mess, yada, yada, yada. You get the idea, that, that, that gay shit, you know? <laughs> Gosh, and I just mentioned something about transgender model. It's not looking pretty in this episode either. Welcome back to the Bromart Show. I am your host, Bromart, and hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a safe Black Friday if you were a Black Friday shopper because I know <laughs> shit went down that day for sure. Now, do you remember the very first episode of The Bromar Show in which I talked about a transgender model being hired for the first time for Victoria's Secret runway show? And of course, I try to be clever and funny about it by saying, hey, look, Victoria's Secret is finally out. Victoria is a man. Ha ha ha. You know, all that mess. Uh, <laughs> which it was very insensitive. I'm not going to lie to some extent. If I offended you, I'm really sorry about that. But at the same time, not really. I'm, I'm a horrible... I'm a horrible piece of garbage so <laughs> continuing on back to the topic I did make an episode about that and this is the summary of that episode Victoria's secret is a man or was a man however you want to phrase it but <laughs> Victoria's secret hired their first transgender model by the name of Valentina Sampaio who happens to be Brazilian and 22 years old so pretty much Victoria's Secret and parent company L Brands have been trying to rebrand themselves, especially after the controversial comments that um, Chief Marketing Officer Ed Rizik made last year about the idea of including transgender and plus size models in the Victoria's Secret fashion show. So in November last year, Rizik told the main Vogue magazine he did think about diversity the brand did think about diversity. Shouldn't they have transsexuals in the show? And no, he doesn't think they should. And it's, he says, because the show is a fantasy. It's a 42-minute entertainment special. That's basically what it is. And it's the only one of its kind in the world. And any other fashion brand, the world would take. Obviously, he received backlash for this. And, I mean, there's been several arguments about how when you go woke, you go broke but there are actually some exceptions. So I think it's all about, I guess, business strategy at this point. So what do I actually think about this, this move that they're making? I personally think that they're trying to make a move here. And they did say that Sampaio, even though she made fashion history, but just being involved with the chain, she will likely not get to walk anytime soon at the Victoria's Secret fashion show because apparently it won't take place this year. But this is revolutionary. Yes, it is. Just thinking on it from a business standpoint, it is very critical that, you know, the business that Victoria's Secret and the parent companies get this right from a business standpoint, at least. So come to find out, Victoria's Secret, <laughs> I guess the main reason why they were not having a runway show or fashion show this year was because of all of this. Oh, the fallen ratings and the backlash they received and oh my goodness a whole I mean a whole bunch of stuff just piled up onto Victoria's Secret it made the company look so bad like I don't think they'll recover from this and along with that there's just so many factors just coming into play and I don't see Victoria's Secret getting out of this very easily so yes Victoria's Secret 
did cancel this year's runway show or fashion show because of the drop in ratings and the backlash that it has received. Let's go ahead and just mention the things Victoria's Secret did or happened with Victoria's Secret that led to this. So, of course, the episode in which I talked about Victoria's Secret finally being revealed is that they hired a transgender model for the runway show. So several articles I encountered stated that the reason why the transgender model that was hired would not be involved in this year's show is because they were not having one this year. And come to find out, a series of events led to this. So then you had a chairman make very insensitive comments about plus size models and transgender models being in the runway show. And of course that sparked quite the controversy and then it took a hit to Victoria's Secret. And even worse is one of the upper executives within Victoria's Secret apparently had ties to Jeffrey Epstein. And the executive addressed the allegations in regards to Jeffrey Epstein and it's making now Victoria's Secret look even worse. And then apparently Victoria's Secret is not being so inclusive because they don't have sizes for plus size models. And more things come into play here. I've actually heard that apparently due to broke men being more prevalent now, there's more broke men than there is college educated men. Not enough women are getting the men's hard earned money to go buy Victoria's Secret lingerie. And along with that, the lingerie is expensive, all this mess, yada, yada, yada. Bunch of, again, that's just stuff that I've just been hearing the last couple ones I mentioned. But damn, that is crazy. I've made an episode about this stating even my opinion about, hey, as long as they're not reckless about this decision, it would be fine. But guess what? <laughs> it looks really bad. I, I actually am lost in words. One thing I like to add about Victoria's Secret business plan though, I think it was a legit business plan here, like a business structure. You see, you had the lingerie targeted specifically for women, sold specifically for women, and that was the main target to sell. The runway show was specifically aimed advertised or targeted to straight men because straight men like models, right? I mean, we all have certain types, but you get the idea. So some people would say that Victoria's Secret pulled a Gillette in which neglected their target demographic. And what ended up happening is, you know, with the first transgender model being part of the fashion show, the straight men, they're only attracted to women, not necessarily attracted to other men. They could have actually done one thing here or a couple things is one, have a runway show specifically dedicated for plus size models or have a runway show specifically dedicated to the LGBT community. It sounds a bit like, you know, you're kind of segregating things here and there, but again, the goal for Victoria's Secret is to make money out of this and that would have been a little bit more of a safer plan there because then it's like okay now they're pitching in to a certain target audience without losing one you know and so that's what they did with the runway show it's like this show was specifically targeted for straight men and of course they included a transgender model and straight men they were not attractive that's honestly all I have to say in regards to that specific topic there. So you let me know what you think. Any other ideas? Do you think Victoria's Secret is going to survive? Or what do you think is going to happen to Victoria's Secret in the future? Because clearly they're in some deep trouble. And getting out of that, it's not going to be easy. 
damn near impossible actually. So let me know what you think in regards to this topic. All right, next topic I'm going to talk about is going to be in regards to why women go for fuckboys. And I had several theories in regards to that in which I actually stated in a previous podcast. The first one was because it was a reflection of their narcissistic personality. And of course, not all women are narcissistic. I know that, duh. But let's just say you had here a woman who apparently seems attractive to a man. And so that man is, you know, treating her like a queen, sending her text messages, buying her flowers and everything. But she ignores all that, ignores them and doesn't pay attention to them. That's to say now this woman finds the same woman, finds a man she's attracted to, but this man ignores her, doesn't text her back, bails out on her dates, all that mess, etc. But for some reason, it's still going for this guy. And if you think about it, those are the exact same actions she was doing to the guy that was attracted to her. And for some reason, she found that attractive. It was like the reflection of her, <laughs> of her narcissistic, horrible personality. And that's why they would go for fuckboys because they're attracted to their own actions and ego. The second one was a little bit more on the understanding side is that they feel safer with a fuckboy. And if you think about it, a fuckboy doesn't really care about our feelings. In fact, that kind of puts her at ease because now you know that it's like, okay, this guy clearly is not interested in me and clearly doesn't want to do anything with me. So if he doesn't want to do anything with me. More than likely, he's not going to kill me. Like he probably doesn't care. <laughs> she gets comfortable with that and she feels a lot safer. And it's almost so comfortable to the point that she's kind of getting angry and tired of his shit that now she wants to kill him for being a fuckboy. So that was the second theory. And the third theory will seem a little more contradictory to what I said in the second one when I said that fuckboys could care less about a girl's feelings. But in reality, maybe not. Because if you think about it, this is how I see it. A fuckboy, what does he do? He plays and toys with a woman's emotion. Like one time he makes her angry, another time he makes her sad, and then he makes her happy. So basically playing with her emotions and all that mess, right? Now, if you think about the gentleman or the quote unquote nice guy, he typically tries to treat her like a queen and make her the happiest woman in the world because she's so beautiful and all this mess, yada, yada, yada. You get the idea, that, that, that gay shit, you know? <laughs> Gosh, and I just mentioned something about transgender model. It's not looking pretty in this episode either. But I'm not sure if you've ever seen this happen. You have some guy trying to hit on some chick, right? And then the guy's like, well, I don't understand why you look so sad. I mean, you're too pretty to be sad in all this mess. The way I see that is he's basically saying that she shouldn't have any other feelings other than happy just because she's pretty. And so that would be offensive to her because she knows the fact that she's a human being. She can feel sad, angry, depressed. And so that that kind of, again, looks a bit narcissistic from the guy when he only wants to keep her happy. And that's it. Doesn't want her to express any other emotion, just happiness. And so she gets bored of that. And to some extent, I would understand why, again, women won't go for nice guys. And the fuck boy, maybe he doesn't realize this, but maybe he does care about a woman's feelings more than the nice guy. Because the fuckboy lets you be angry, lets you be happy, sad, whatever emotion and all that mess. It's even so, <laughs> lets you do that so much to the point that he likes to say, bitch, you crazy, you psycho, all this mess. Because in reality, 
the fuck boy really cares more about your feelings more than you think. That's why he's making you cry. He's making you angry. He's making you happy because he's fully acknowledging the fact that you are a human being with feelings. And the gentleman or the nice guy, not so much. Just wants you to be one feeling and that's it. So, uh, I, I mean, that's just my theory again. Let me know what you think about that theory. Is that a viable theory or is there more to that? And also, let me know on other reasons why women go for fuckboys. And if you're a lady, you can answer this too. Because, I mean, it's funny hearing some of these stories, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. So... The end of the season is coming up for the Bromar show. So we have one more, one more episode. I'm going to actually make it ad free so there won't be any sponsors. And if you, if you have Spotify premium or Apple music, I have Spotify premium. So I, I am assuming it'll be easier. But if you have Spotify premium, you know, you can link it to anchor. And if I play songs in between segments, you'll be able to hear them. Now, this is only exclusive on Anchor. Uh, I'm not sure if you can do it on Spotify. I really don't think so. You won't be able to hear it on Apple Podcasts. So specifically, it has to be on Anchor if you want to listen to the music I'll be posting in between the segments. But other than that, it'll be a standard voice segment if you listen to it outside of Anchor. And it's going to be an interesting one because I actually want to do an episode based on music. So be on the lookout for that. Hopefully before Christmas, I'll try to get that in as soon as possible. But holiday season has me working like a motherfucker. Like I can't do shit because I'm working so much because of the holidays. So and one more thing before I go, I actually was part of a podcast known as Food Junkies. And this podcast, it's cool because I mean, we all love food, right? Gosh, I'm even getting hungry thinking about that shit. <laughs> so that episode is going to air on the Food Junkies podcast and I'll be featured in. I'm actually the first guest to be part of their holiday special podcast. And it'll be coming out December 6th. So go ahead and check out Food Junkies podcast. And you can go ahead and even bench through all the episodes yeah, just wait for December 6th and I'll be featured in that podcast and it's, it's going to be fun. So thanks again for listening and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and go ahead and DM me any suggestions or topic suggestions. I'm actually looking for more topic suggestions, especially coming up here season two. I'll need you more than ever when it comes to topic submissions. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, next time on the Bromar show, we're going to be talking about music and fun facts and whatnot. It's going to be a little bit more of a surprise. It's going to be the end of the first season of the Bromar show. So I want to plan to make this as cool as possible. That'll be happening in the next episode of the Bromar show.